chapter five of the book of elves and fairies for storytelling and reading aloud this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c the book of elves and fairies for storytelling and reading aloud by Francis Jenkins Olcott The Milk White Calf and the Fairy Ring from Ireland In Tipperary is one of the most singularly shaped hills in the world. It has a peak at the top like a conical nightcap. On this very peak, long years ago, a herdsman spent his nights and days watching the herd. Now the hill was an ancient fairy ground and the little people were angry that the scene of their light and airy gambols should be trampled by the rude hoofs of bulls and cows the lowing of the cattle sounded sad in their ears so the queen of the fairies determined to drive away the herdsmen one night the moon shone brightly on the hill the cattle were lying down the herdsman wrapped in his mantle was watching the twinkling stars when suddenly there appeared before him a great horse with the wings of an eagle and the tail of a dragon this beast hissed loudly and spat fire and while the herdsman was looking on half dead with fright it turned into a little old man lame of leg with a bull's head around which flames were playing the next moment the little old man changed into a huge ape with duck's feet and a turkey cock's tail and then the queen of the fairies for of course it was she roared neighed hissed bellowed howled and hooted so fearfully that the poor herdsman in terror covered his head with his mantle but it was of no use for with one puff of wind she blew away the fold of his mantle let him hold it never so tightly as for the poor man he could not stir or close his eyes but was forced to sit there gazing at this terrible sight until his hair lifted his hat half a foot from his head and his teeth chattered so that they almost fell out of his mouth meanwhile the frightened cattle scampered about like mad as if bitten by fleas and so they continued to do until the sun rose then the fairy queen disappeared night after night the same thing happened and the cattle went mad some fell into pits or tumbled into the river and were drowned by and by not a herdsman was willing to tend the cattle at night the farmer who owned the hill offered triple and quadruple wages but not a man was found who would face the terrors of the fairy ring the herd gradually thinned and the fairies on moonlit nights danced and gambolled as merrily as before sipping dewdrops from acorn cups and spreading their feasts on the heads of mushrooms now there dwelt in that part of the country a man named larry houlihan 
who played on the pipes better than any other player within fifteen parishes a dashing roving blade was larry and afraid of nothing one day the farmer met him and told him all his misfortunes if that is what ails you said larry make your mind easy were there as many fairies on the hill as there are potato blossoms in tipperary i would face them it would be a queer thing indeed if i who was never afraid of a proper man should turn my back on a fairy not the bigness of one's thumb larry said the farmer do not talk so bold for you know not who is hearing you but if you make your words good and watch my herds for a week on top of the hill your hand shall be free of my dish till the sun has burnt itself down to the bigness of a farthing rushlight the bargain was struck and larry went to the hill-top when the moon was beginning to peep over its brow he took his seat on a big stone under a hollow of the hill with his back to the wind and pulled out his pipes he had not played long when the voices of the fairies were heard upon the blast like a low stream of music presently they burst into a loud laugh and larry could plainly hear one say what another man upon the fairy's ring go to him queen and make him repent of his rashness and away they flew and larry felt them pass by his face like a swarm of midges looking up hastily he saw between the moon and him a great black cat standing on the very tip of its claws with his back up and mewing with a voice like a water mill presently it swelled up toward the sky and turning round on its left hind leg whirled till it fell to the ground then it started up in the shape of a salmon with a cravat round its neck and wearing a pair of new top boots go on my jewel said larry if you dance i'll pipe and he struck up but the queen of the fairies for of course it was she turned into this and that and the other but still larry played on as well as he knew how at last she lost patience and changed herself into a calf milk white as the cream of cork and with eyes as mild as those of a loving girl she came up gentle and fawning hoping to throw him off his guard and then to work him some wrong but larry was not so deceived for when she came near dropping his pipes he leapt on her back now from the top of the hill as you look westward you may see the broad river shannon full ten miles away on this night its waters shone beautifully under the moon and no sooner had larry leaped on the back of the fairy queen than she sprang from the hill-top and bounded clear at one jump over the shannon it was done in a second and 
when she alighted on the distant bank she kicked up her heels and flung larry on the soft turf no sooner was larry thus planted than he looked her straight in the face and cried out by my word well done that was not a bad leap for a calf she gazed at him for a moment and then assuming her own shape said larry houlihan you are a bold fellow will you go back the way you came and that's what i will said he if you let me so she changed to a calf again and larry got on her back at another bound they were standing inside the fairy ring then the queen once more assuming her own shape addressed him you have shown so much courage larry houlihan said she that while you keep herds on this hill you shall not be molested by me or mine the day dawns go down to the farmer and tell him this and if anything i can do will be of service to you ask and you shall have it she vanished accordingly and kept her word in never visiting the hill during larry's lifetime but he never troubled her with requests he piped and ate and drank at the farmer's expense and roosted in the chimney corner occasionally casting an eye on the herd he died at last and is buried in a green valley of pleasant tipperary but whether the fairies return to the hill after his death is more than i can say end of chapter five recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c